You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hey guys, thank you so much for being here and for listening. Welcome to solo episode four. So happy to have you guys here. So appreciate you being so supportive throughout this season. I'm just excited to be here and chatting with you guys today. One of the biggest pieces of feedback I've gotten so far in this season, which I find to be so helpful and interesting is both how simultaneously permission giving and triggering this season has been. And I think that that's actually really helpful. And I hope that that's what literally continues to do is sort of show you these opportunities and blind spots of what might be hiding in your subconscious or in your mindset that you can work on and also give you a ton of permission that like there might not be as much there as you think there is, and you might still be able to create success anyway. So I'm loving that that's the feedback you guys have been sharing with me. And I'm really hoping that, you know, this continues to serve you in that way. So today I want to talk about two keys to sustainable success. I feel like these are so important and so foundational, but like with most things that are so important and so foundational, I feel like they can be the things that were kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I roll later kind of thing instead of like, yes, this is the thing. Let me give my attention to it right now. So I really want to challenge you in listening to this episode today to be like, can I fully say with absolute certainty that I'm giving my attention to these things? Can I fully say with absolute certainty that these are things I'm consistently working on in my business. And if the answer is no, that's okay. But I really want this to be a reflection for you to go, okay, so that means like, even though this feels like whatever less important than figuring out my social media strategy, I really am going to commit to myself and to these if success that is sustainable and long lasting is what I want. So listen with that in mind. Again, I think these are the things that sometimes our brain can be like, yeah, 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 sure. But I need to get all this done first. Yeah, 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 sure. But I need this strategy first. And that is not always the case. And it is usually not the case. So keep that in mind. So the first thing I want to talk about as a key to sustainable success is not running your business from chaos and reactivity. Okay. This is probably the, uh, I'll say number two thing that I see so many entrepreneurs do that keeps them in such a feast or famine cycle. And that keeps them in so much turmoil mentally, emotionally in their business is that they're just operating and running from a place of chaos and reactivity. And when we can shift that, which is possible to shift, by the way, when we can shift that, it's amazing how much easier business feels. Like when people talk about ease in business, it's typically because they're not in chaos and reactivity. When business feels really, really hard and it feels like there are all these secrets and all these things and all this stuff that you have to do and, 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 and it's primarily because you're operating from that place of reactivity, primarily because the chaos is happening in your brain and then you're bringing it to your business, right? So this is something we really, really want to work on. And I think Saps is a really good example. When we had that episode, you know, the one where Sabrina loses her shit, like as much as she wanted to kind of just like fire her whole team and go like scorched earth, 
She doesn't, but in the past she might have, right? Like her evolution has been coming from being in chaos and reactivity to feeling like my brain can still want to go to chaos. I can still want to like burn this thing to the ground and I'm aware enough of the pattern and I have enough support around the pattern to not do that anymore, right? She's also really built processes and systems in her business that prevent her from being so reactive. You know, once you've gotten to a point where your business has really clear structures and systems and processes within it, it's harder and harder to be super reactive because there's just like a system for that. There's a way we handle things. There's a way we do things. The business has a lot of structure around it that doesn't constantly waver in the chaos almost, right? It sort of like reminds me of building like a really strong building that, you know, can withstand high winds, right? Like the high winds might be there, i.e. your team might be doing something or you might be having an emotional reaction or whatever, but have you built the like foundation enough that even when the high winds are there, it's not going to rip the whole thing off of its foundation. Like that's really what we're looking for. So it's like, she had a situation where like, yes, the foundation might be rocking or shaking a little in this like intense time where like her brain is telling her that everyone's horrible. Something went wrong in her business, et cetera, et cetera. But because the foundation structure and systems are there, it's not going to rip it off of its foundation anymore. Right? So I think this is a really important case where like most people are not super attracted to like, Ooh, how do I build beautiful processes and systems in my business? That feels so exciting (laughs) because it does feel more exciting to be in reactivity, to chase that next, like this might be the thing, or maybe if I fire everyone, then this new team will be the thing. Or maybe if I chase this or try this, then that will be the thing. Like that is so much more exciting. It really is. And there's just no way to get around the fact that that feels more enticing 90% of the time. But when you can see that that's never what equals sustainable success, that's never what equals long-term success. And when you get really committed to the idea that that's actually what you want most, it gets easier to lean into build the process and the system, right? I think at the end of the day, most of us are craving safety, you know, and It's kind of about reworking your brain to say processes, systems, not being reactive, coming from a place of intentionality equals safe, where oftentimes for many of us, our brains are wired for like being used to chaos and reactivity and that feeling the most safe, even though it's not, or it feeling the most safe that maybe that one next thing will do gets us the result. Like there's so much safety and potential and excitement sometimes in this idea of like, if I burn all this down and do something else, that will feel safe. That will feel good. That will get me what I want. Right. But the thing is, if you're always reacting to something happening, that might give you a high. It might feel good in the moment, but ultimately it's probably matching with old trauma. And if you keep doing this long-term, what it's really going to do is burn you out. Like those super high highs and those super low lows, like they could feel exciting in the moment. They might be mirroring old trauma that feels most safe and comforting to you. But at the end of the day, most of us will burn out on that. 
So it's really just paying attention to that and building structures in your business that keep this, right? Like you can build some measure of success from chaos for sure, but it's hard to build sustainable success from that that continues to grow and feel good and doesn't look so up and down. You know, that's what so many entrepreneurs complain about is like the feast or famine cycle, the up and down. And what we don't realize is so much of that is a mirror for how reactive we are, how much chaos we're creating, how much chaos we're tolerating tolerating, right? So the takeaway that I really want you to have here is one, we need to be aware of that. And we need the goal to really be, what would it look like to run my business from intention, stability, even like planfulness. Like, I don't mean that in a way where like you have to have the most perfect plan ever, but I mean that in a way where like, you kind of do know what's coming next and you're not just reacting to like what happened on a Tuesday. It's like, this is the bigger vision. This is the plan. This is where we're going. And then what happens on a Tuesday might get my attention, but it's not going to make me change everything I'm doing because I'm being so reactive. Right. And I think it's just really good to see this. And Sabrina, like, you know, I think a couple episodes ago when she asked me, like, how, how do you think I'm doing? And I said, you're just running it from such a different place. And you're in such better energy or not in the chaos around it. Like that was such an important moment because like she was able to create success from a place of not that always. And she's been open about the fact that like she's had trauma to deal with and different things like that. But what you can really see and witness in this that I think is so important is that she has now created a business and created systems that support her not going there. Even when she desires to sometimes, right? Even when her brain says this would be better, she kind of has things set up so that she doesn't always default back to that. But like, did she create some success from that? 100% absolutely. It is not to say that like you can't, but Has she had some ups and downs and times where she felt more burnt out because of that? Absolutely. And that's what she's built against now. And that's what she's like really created for herself is this ability to notice, witness, and not always be completely responsive to it. Like, so she can come to a call, vent, get it out, even play with the idea of like burning it all down, right? But not actually do it. And that is the magic. So it's not like never have these feelings again right? It's don't always act from these feelings, right? Don't run your business from these feelings long-term. And honestly, like the, the to-do and the takeaway that I want you guys to have from that is like, get the right support that will reflect that to you. This is one of the biggest reasons why I'm such a fan of one-on-one because it's so easy when you are running from chaos and reactivity to go from program to program and coach to coach and thing to thing where nobody really realizes that's your pattern or is reflecting that to you. And they're just like, oh, sure. You want to learn how to do this instead of this? Great. I'll teach that to you. Oh, sure. You want to, you know, have me do this for you instead of that? Great. I'll do it for you. And it's like bounce, 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 just being in that pattern of chaos and reactivity, spending a lot of money on it, building and unbuilding and rebuilding your business a million times, right? Instead of like, let's hunker down, look at what's actually happening here, right? Like Sabrina has committed to, long-term one-on-one coaching for years and years now and has committed to building sustainable success and hasn't jumped from thing to thing to thing, but has gone, here's the pattern that's coming up. Here's the intensity I'm feeling. Here's the emotion of it. And I'm going to act from a different place. I'm going to act as a CEO, right? 
that's where the results are. So, you know, I really want to say to you, get the right support to reflect this to you. If it's not a one-on-one coach, like, is it a friend or a partner or whatever, where you can say like, Hey, I noticed that I want to come from chaos and reactivity a lot. And I'm really working to not do that. Like, can you help me reflect on when I might be doing that? Obviously I think coaching is a great place to do that, but the point isn't even like, you must have a one-on-one coach. It's like, you must have the right support to have these reflections because when you're in that moment, it's so hard to access it for yourself. Like when, when your brain is like, yes, fire them all, burn this down, do the thing. Like your brain is so certain. And until you're able to talk that out with someone else or have that outside reflection, sometimes it's really, really, really hard to find yourself in that moment and to find yourself within that pattern. So please have someone, something that can reflect this to you. If this is a challenge point for you that can reflect like, Hey, are you just chasing that shiny object? from a place of like chaos and intensity, or is this really the next best step in your business? Hey, are you just like wanting to fire your whole team because you're feeling a ton of intense emotion right now? Or is that actually the best decision you can make as a CEO? Like just stopping to have those questions asked and sit with them for a moment can completely change the trajectory of your business and will give you what is a much more sustainable business. And it will also give you what Sabrina has right now, which is she doesn't have to work all the time. She is able to lean back, trust her team more, at least most of the time, right? And feel like this kind of like a machine of her business can keep going because she's not constantly burning it down and building it back up because of the chaotic moment. She's staying the course and she's getting the support to help her do that. So big reflection point there. Your to do on that is like, get the right support, have the awareness of this and don't just jump from thing to thing because that makes it so much harder to ever have that reflection. It just feels like, well, those things didn't work versus like, what if I'm just creating a lot of chaos and that's what I need to look at, you know? All right. Next thing is building self-trust. This is it. You guys, like I, <laughs> I really feel like I say this a hundred times in a hundred ways, but like if you have self-trust in your business, pretty much everything is easy. If you don't have self-trust in your business, pretty much everything is really, really, really hard. And what Sabrina has done is banked so much self-trust recently in terms of her podcast, her consistency, building out her processes, feeling Like she trusts herself to say, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to show up for it. Like you can see how meaningful that is to her in many of our conversations. The fact that she's so ahead on her podcast and all of that, it's not just about being ahead on her podcast, although of course that's amazing and so useful. It's about how much she fucking trusts herself to be ahead on her podcast, how much she trusts herself to like make that commitment and show up for it fully. You know, I think some people forget this and I even do often, but Sabrina started this business when she was so young. I mean, she was like, what, 23, I think when everything blew up, maybe 24, 23, 24, when everything like really started to blow up, like think about yourself at that age. Like how much self-trust did you have at that point, at that moment? Like I know I still had a ton of work to do on self-trust when I was 23, 24, right? Which side note, had to learn through a difficult divorce and all of those things. So like we all go through these things um, that help us build it back up, right? But it's not like she came into this with like this insanely solid foundation of like self-trust and emotional care and 
you know, work she had done, she was a baby still, right? In many ways. And so to see her being able to like grow with this, bank that self-trust and stay sustainable in a time where it would be so easy to burn shit to the ground is amazing. And like, it's not coming because she did all of these crazy things, right? It's coming because she kept promises to herself. It's coming because she said, I'm going to do a few things and I'm going to do them well. And then I'm going to show myself I can do them. So I think that when we hear stuff like, oh, we have to like build self-trust and like, this is how you scale and blah, blah, blah. Like we want to make it so ginormous, right? We want to be like, oh, I would have to like do all of this massive shadow work and then like do like 52 retreats and da, da, da. And I'm not saying don't do shadow work, obviously it's, you know, do, but like, I feel like it can just feel so intense. And like really what you can hear this season is that her biggest moments of like self-trust and evidence building that's really sunk in has been around like, I just record my podcast in advance and it's done every week. I just send out this CEO confessions every week. And I'm so proud of myself that even on a Friday, that's crazy. Like I get that out. That is the ticket. She just knows she can handle things and has it because she's been consistently keeping promises to herself. So I really want you to see how both simple but difficult that can be. But when you actually make that the work, it's kind of amazing what happens. Now, this doesn't mean she's going to be perfect or will never falter. Like, of course she will, right? But she has far more evidence to suggest that she can handle all of this than not, which means even if and when she does falter, she will bounce back so much faster, right? So even when she's like, oh, I didn't do that thing I said I was going to do, she still has all of this banked evidence that mostly she does that helps her to bounce back. It's sort of like finances, right? It's like, if you have a savings account, like you may make a financial decision that wasn't the best decision, but you have cushion to get you through that. And you have evidence that mostly you do make good financial decisions. And so you can bounce back and keep going. And that's really what's happening here, right? She's just banked so much self-trust now that if, and when something happens, I anticipate very much that She'll come back from it faster. She'll make herself wrong about it less. And it will just be far less reactive and chaotic and far more like, "Mm, I wish I would have done that. I didn't. And here's what I'm doing instead, right? Because she's done this work. So I really just want to encourage you and say, like, if every step feels hard in your business right now, this is probably why more than the hundred other stories your brain is telling you where it's like, you just don't know enough or you're not good enough or you need more courses or you need more training or someone just needs to tell you how to hack the algorithm and, 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 and right? Like all the stories our brain makes up. At the end of the day, if every step feels hard, it's probably because you don't trust yourself in those steps. And again, this is where the right support comes in. If you keep getting support, that's telling you, I know more than you. I am better than you. I, whatever, like have it figured out more than you. Then of course it's harder to trust yourself, right? Like the person that you're like getting support from is telling you, don't trust yourself, trust me. (laughs) And that is so dangerous. Like be looking for support that gives you back to you, that shows you how much you can trust yourself, that gives you ways to find that self-trust within yourself, right? 
that is the key. And then also like the to do, I would kind of, you know, give you or challenge you with on this is like, just start by keeping small promises to yourself. You know, again, I think that we can feel like it has to be so big, but it's like really Sabrina just like promised herself. She was going to record the podcast in advance and like schedule time in the studio and show up for that. And she did, right. She said to herself, I'm going to send out a CEO confessions email every Friday, no matter what. And she did like, that's it guys. Like it, it's really not that, like that much more complicated than that, but give yourself those small promises that you can keep that aren't so like insurmountable. Like I think a lot of times we try to build trust through proving we can get a result. So it's like, I'm going to show myself that I can get 50 people in this program. And then if you don't, it really erodes your self-trust. But if it's like, I'm going to show myself that I will show up and send an email every week about this program that's where you build it. Right. So don't create these kind of like promises or agreements with yourself that you can't uphold. Pick really small promises that you absolutely have control over and know you can uphold. Do enough of them and your entire world will change. It really will. One of my other clients and I have talked about this a lot. It's on her podcast called wait, what the fuck it's Julia Wells. And we did some behind the scenes together and talked about this quite a bit with her building self-trust and her thing was just like, go to a coffee shop and work for two hours every day. Like that was the majority of the work we did for the first, like, I don't know, four to six months of our coaching. It's like, trust yourself enough to get up, go to a coffee shop, prove to yourself that you can work for two hours. And like, she crushed it, you know? Like, I think she made, gosh, I'm like gonna butcher this, but like, one and a half million within like a year and a half of that or something. Again, I might get that wrong. You can listen to the episode, but just absolutely blew it out of the water. And it's not because that was a complicated or hard thing. Like, you know, for a lot of people, they hear like, go work every day for two hours and they're like, I roll easy. Right. But if, if you don't have that self-trust there of like, oh, I know I can say I'm going to do this and then do it. And then you build it like your ability to handle fucking anything in your business absolutely skyrockets. So I really want you to not feel like the the call here is to pick something, you know, just so huge. Like I'm just making something up, but like, you know, it's almost like when people decide they want to like lose weight or work out more then they're like, I'm going to work out twice a day and I'm going to drink like you know, a full liter of water and I'm never going to, or gallon or whatever, I'm never going to have an ounce of sugar ever again. And it's like, gosh, like that's big. And then you're going to lose trust in yourself every time because that feels so big. But if it's like record my podcast every week, go to a coffee shop for two hours, like those things are going to be your ticket because they show you, you really can. They're not more evidence that you don't keep promises to yourself pick the small thing, do it often and watch how much your brain and business change because of that. And again, this is sustainable success because if I trust myself, every step is easier. I trust that I will keep showing up for it and creating consistency. And I'm not in chaos and reactivity. That's how my success continues. That's how even when something happens again, like that analogy I gave with like the building and the wind, that's why like, even when the wind is happening and there's chaos outside, you have a strong foundation to get through it. You just know you will show up for yourself. You just know you will handle things, right? You just know you will keep promises to yourself. That is the ticket. So 
I really, really hope that's helpful. Again, I know these things are not always the most sexy things or the things that feel as tangible to work on. And it feels so much easier to kind of go for something else, but they can be tangible, right? Like get the right support, keep promises to yourself, start small, build over time. Like those are really the tangible steps here. And as much as your brain wants to be like, "Mm, there has to be more to making millions than that. Like, I think this, this season is really showing you like, there's not like this massively crazy strategy we're doing that like someone doesn't know, right? There's just like a lot of work that has happened over the years to build processes and systems, to build self-trust, to build the right mindset. Like that's the stuff guys. So I really hope this supports you. I hope it reminds you that sustainable success isn't as far away as it seems. It truly can be yours and it's not as complicated as it seems. Use these tips. Let me know if you pick a small promise and you keep it to yourself. I would love for you to reach out to me and tell me so I can celebrate you. And I hope that you guys have a beautiful week. Thank you for listening to Literally. I am forever grateful to you for being part of our journey and spending your time with us each week. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking a reviewer to give my MSC bundle to as a thank you for listening. This bundle combines trainings and workbooks that walk you through a condensed version of the work I do with my one-on-one clients through my mindset strategy and execution framework. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living lit up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. And if you want more tips and strategies for growing and scaling your own business, but are short on time, then you are going to want to opt into my private podcast feed, Back Pocket Business Mentor. You'll get immediate access to a private podcast feed full of tons of three minute episodes where I talk about everything from how to pick a strategy and business model that works for you to how to show up online as an expert and increase your conversions. Just go to a lituplife.com forward slash back pocket to dive in.